Welcome to the Man-Child Chronicles Podcast, where four friends talk entertainment, fatherhood, and sports, all with sarcasm, comedic timing, and a healthy dose of toxic masculinity. Let's welcome our hosts, Ryan, John, Mike, and Jay. Growing up never took so long. Come and knock on my door. Welcome to episode four of the Man Child Chronicles podcast. What is up, cronies? Dude, the cronies are going to eat that alive. I'll tell you what. Oh, yeah. We got a good episode tonight. We're going to play Two Truths and a Lie. And we got the all time sitcom draft. What is up, boys? What is going on? I love the theme shirt, too, this week, Ryan. You got the Seinfeld shirt on. You are rocking with the theme of the draft. And then the headband and glasses. That's not explainable, but it just fits you. It makes me feel comfortable on camera. When you're a fat, ugly guy, this makes me feel comfortable. <laughs> the more you put on, the better you feel. There's a reason There's a reason I'm doing a podcast and not a TV channel here. So. You got a face for radio, Ryan. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Stop picking on me. Stop picking on me. Doyle well, rules. Boys, what's uh what's been going on in your lives this week? Any good stories from uh the happenings this week? Oh, I got a story. Oh, do you? This so I'm at work and this guy wants to talk to me. So I get called up front, I go talk to this guy, and he says, I you have a big problem I need to talk to you about. I'm like, okay, what's going on? And he tells me about he's across the street getting his oil changed. And I'm like, okay. And he goes, don't worry, I'm going to get to you. So I'm across, he goes, okay. I'm across the street, get my oil changed, and I go, I go across that building to Verizon. And as I leave that building, I come across, and there's a drone there. And I know all about drones, and I know FAA regulations. And let me tell you, that drone was flying too low. In fact, that drone was flying down by my head and everybody else's head at the oil change place. And that's against the law. So we called the cops, and those guys didn't even come. I'm like, okay. He goes, I'll get to you. Don't worry. It's coming to you. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just like, I'm waiting for it to involve you. But okay, good, good. So he goes, so then I drove, and I found cops sitting on a corner a few blocks down. I went to him. I goes, you guys hear that call about that drone? Like, yeah, we heard that. Well, where were you? Because the drone drove away, and it went like a mile away, he said, and landed. So he went back to the next day. And the drone was back again, flying down at people's heads. So they called the police. He called uh, the airport to talk to FAA and let them know, see if they could see it on radar, uh, which they could, but there's nothing they could do about it, they said. And then he tells me they were going to shoot it down, but they can't because that is against FAA regulations because you have to treat a drone like an actual airplane, I guess. So then he said the next day, the guy from the oil change place called him to tell him the drone was back. So the guy at the oil change place named Andy made a sign that said we had contacted FAA regulations and they are on to you and the police will find you and arrest you. The drone flew flew away. The drone came back with a clipboard and a sign on it that said, eat a 
Andy. <laughs> so Andy, Andy takes off running after this drone, which is in my parking lot. And this van, minivan drives away as the drone follows the minivan. And that why that is why it was my problem. <laughs> now it's your problem. You're involved, bud. You're involved. Eat a d- Andy. <laughs> I was you, really hoping that the, the story was going to take like a really sharp left turn. And like the FAA said, oh, yeah, we're going to scramble some F-16s and be there shortly. <laughs> <laughs> I... I am just trying to truly understand what was expected of you. So I don't know. I still don't really know what he he wants me to look out for that van. And if it's there, he wants me to approach that van, is what he wants me to do. Mm. Yep. No problem, sir. I think you're just going to have to grab a lawn chair, sit out the front door, and you're just going to have to really press in to, to find in that van. I mean, I left out a lot of that story. This guy told me. Anything there is to know about drones, this guy told me. How they're made, how fast they spin, <laughs> the regulations. It was a good time. It was uh, made my why day does, go by real fast. Why does he know so much about drones? That's what I want to know. Maybe Dude, I'm wondering if he happens to actually be the drone guy, you know, twist yeah, ending, might. M. Night Shyamalan style. <laughs> he forgets that he is the drone pilot. <laughs> I wake up and I see drones. They're everywhere. Drones. I feel like we got to have like a tinge of like the number 23 vibe in there too, where it's like, where does this drone keep coming from? Where does this drone? <gasps> it, was it was all me. I am the drone. Yeah, weird. Wait. Hey, John. Yeah. So last week we were, you gave us some stats for a Hall of Fame little game quiz you did. Uh, which I filled miserably at. I, I pride myself on NFL stats. You don't happen to have any more of those Hall of Fame games where I could try at it again, do you? Yeah, I got a few more if you want to give it another crack. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. So anyways, the NFL Hall of Fame had a class get inducted. I don't know if this was past weekend or two ago. And uh, Deion Sanders made some interesting comments today saying that uh, he needs a different color jacket because these people they're putting in the Hall of Fame aren't Hall of Fame worthy to Deion mm-hmm. Sanders. So I'm going to give you some stats of people who are in the Hall of Fame. So one person will be in the Hall of Fame. Two people will not be in the Hall of Fame. And you guys have to tell me who the Hall of Famer is. All right. So all right. First guy we're going to start with is a head coach. So head coach in the NFL. Player A or Coach A. Has 80 career wins. Tied number 60 on the all-time list. He was a head coach for nine seasons, and he won two Super Bowls. Hmm. Player B was in the NFL for 30 years as a player, assistant coach, head coach. 21 years as a head coach. Has 200 career wins, number seventh on the all-time list. But he never won a Super Bowl. Player or Coach C has 161 career wins, was in the NFL for 25 years, 17 years as a head coach, and he won one Super Bowl. Which one's a Hall of Famer? I think I know who the middle guy is. I can't remember if he's a Hall of Famer or not. Uh, I thought I knew who the first one was until he said two Super Bowls because I thought that's John Madden. But then you said two Super Bowls. He only had one, one. And I think I think the middle guy 
Will you tell me if I guess the right name? All right. Is the middle guy Dan Reeves? No. Oh. <sighs> I've, I'm going to go off the wall and say the middle guy is in the Hall of Fame with 200 wins, seventh all time. I'm, I'm going to go with C. I'm going to go with C. Yeah, I'm going to go with the third one as well. The correct answer is pl- Coach A or Player A is in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I hate you, John. Only Jimmy, 80 wins. Jimmy Johnson, who was only in the NFL for nine seasons mm-hmm. with 80 wins, oh. 64 losses, and two yep. Super Bowls, is in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Coach B is Marty Schottenheimer. Oh, Marty Ball. 30 years in the league, coached several different teams, 200 wins, 126 losses, but he could never get that Super Bowl. Nope. And then Coach C, Mike Holmgren, 161 career wins, 111 wow. career losses. He's not in the Super – he's not a Hall of Famer, Holmgren? Not a That's Hall crazy. of Famer. He's eligible. That's crazy. Yeah, I can't he's, he's right eligible. Hall of Fame. So, wow. for some reason, Jimmy Johnson, who was in the league for nine seasons – is Hall of Fame worthy, but not guys who have been in their 20-plus years. That one just blows my mind. Yeah, that one got me. That's How about crazy. them Cowboys? Jimmy Johnson. Wow, interesting. Hmm. All right, let's do Hall of Fame quarterback. All right, let's do one more. Hall of Fame quarterback. So this one was t- kind of tougher. So a lot of good quarterbacks are in the Hall of Fame. A uh, few, few stats kind of jumped out. Uh, we'll do player A, played 14 years in the NFL, had 31 game-winning drives, threw for 44,000 total yards, had 251 touchdowns and 206 interceptions, and he won one Super Bowl. Player B, played 14 years in the NFL, had 26 game-winning drives, threw for 38,000 yards, 247 touchdowns, 184 interceptions, never won a Super Bowl. He did play in one, but he never won, and he was also an MVP one time. Player C played in the league for 13 years, had 15 game-winning drives, threw through 27,663 yards, 173 or 173 touchdowns, and 220 interceptions. Name the Hall of Famer. Yes. Oh, he also won the Super Bowl and was an MVP. If I guess the middle one, will you tell me if that's his name? <laughs> is the, Go ahead. Is the middle one Boomer Esiason? You are correct. Oh, I know. I know. He's not in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my favorite players of all time. That's why I knew that one. Um, you know, that I'm going to go with C because that sounds like an old-timey guy. Uh, Super Bowl and MVP. Um, not... A lot of yards, or because t- it wasn't much offense back in the day. Um, so I'm going to go with C on this one. All now, all all quarterbacks are eligible for the Hall of Fame. John. Correct. All Player quarterbacks. A, forty four thousand yards, two hundred and fifty one touchdowns. I think I know who A is as well. And before you give that answer, I'll guess who that is. Lock it in, Mike. Who's your pick? B. We already said it can't be B. <laughs> Michael is so good at games. I'm going to go with B. <laughs> you are correct. Not. Ryan, who do you think uh, A is? Are we, are we guessing who's in the Hall of Fame or who's not in the Hall of Fame? We're we're guessing who's not in the Hall of Fame. Oh, I, I said right away, Boomer's not in the Hall of Fame. 
No, um, no we're, I th- we're guessing who's in the Hall of Fame. So you oh, have you have C. sorry, you have C locked in. Yeah. But you said you wanted to guess who player A was. Yeah. Is it Brad Johnson? No. Oh shoot. Close. So player C is in the Hall of Fame. Probably yeah. Ryan's favorite, Broadway Joe, Joe Namath. Hey oh. Hey Player A is Drew Bledsoe. Oh. Did you say he won a Super Bowl? He was uh, Tom Brady's backup when he won the Super Bowl. Oh, that's right. Oh, poor Drew. Yeah, he that was the starter. Okay. He was the he, starter that year, and Mo Lewis, Mo Lewis from the Jets, injured Drew Bledsoe, and then it came Tom Brady. So the Jets were the blame for Brady. Well, then, uh, without him playing in the Super Bowl, I guess I see why that that stat doesn't really hold up. And then player B was Boomer Eisen, who. Played one Super Bowl, but could not win it. And won the MVP that year. Uh, very good. That was the drive by Joe Montana in that Super Bowl. That was the first game I ever watched, too, by the way, that Super hmm. Bowl. And you decided to become a lifelong fan of the losing team. <laughs> yeah, I was a Bengals fan, and then he went to the Jets, and I started following the Jets. So. Okay. Okay. Respect. Yeah. I guess. I guess. Uh, yeah. That was... That was good. That was good. Uh, I think it's time for two truths and a lie. Uh, the truth is out there. Okay, okay, gentlemen, we're going to play two truths and a lie. Let's explain the game. We have all been tasked to find crazy, unbelievable stories, facts, something, and we're going to rattle off two truths and then one that we made up that's a lie. Now, hopefully you guys didn't use some cheap lie, like a bee has three wings and you say a bee has four wings because that would be cheap. But uh, two truths and a lie, and we have to guess which one is the lie We'll see who wins. Uh, we'll see how this goes. Uh, how are we, we scoring got, this? Well, we'll just see who gets them right, I guess. All right. You guys want me to go first? Yep. All right. Mine is going to be related to animals. Rats are not physically capable of vomiting, hence while rat poison is so effective. Only half of a dolphin's brain sleeps. The other... Make sure it comes up for air so that it doesn't drown. And the last one, male koala bears have two wieners. I am going to go with A. Rats can vomit. A is a lie. A is the lie. A is not the lie. The lie is a male koala bear does not have two wieners. <laughs> that one was so weird. <laughs> look, so Ryan, you start the game off like, look, you can't say bees have, you know, they only have three wings. You can't say they have four. And the first thing you do is koala bear well, gonna, has two wieners. I'm going to tell you why I picked that one, because a female koala bear has two woohoos. That's why I picked that one. Wait, so we can say wieners, but we can't say the Hello. other word? <laughs> Those are woohoos, Mike. <laughs> woohoos. Woohoo. Okay. So, <laughs> I, I, I feel like that's an email worthy, Mike. Anyways, uh, Ryan, 
so you're saying, can you, if you're teaching the science class, can you kind of educate us on how the mating process works? I'm confused. I don't. I don't know. I, <laughs> can we get a male koala on the podcast to explain the mating process for us? Oh. Yeah, no kidding. Do you, do you also know that male or uh, koala bears sleep 22 hours a day? Yes, what a I really? know that. Yep. Okay, uh, John, what do you got? Uh, I based all of mine around one a- animal. It's a uh, beautiful creature. It is called the platypus. Uh, nice, beautiful, endangered creature named the platypus so is his name perry number one platypuses are a venomous animal male platypuses have retractable spikes on their heels and then platypuses are an endangered species i think to go with i'm gonna go with b because i thought I thought platypuses are both. So I'm going to go with B. I'm going to go with A. The lie is... Oh, I didn't pick. I'm going to go with C, endangered. The lie is platypuses are endangered species. They are actually near threatened. Boom. So they're not endangered? They're not endangered. They're not endangered. Oh. Near threatened. They are venomous. They have a stinger. That is like a thousand hornets stinging you at one time, it says. Really? Yeah. So don't pet the platypus. Do not pet the platypus. (laughs) Perry the platypus. I mean, that changes changes that show completely. Michael, what you got, brother? Mine don't follow any specific. um, I wanted to make mine hard, and so I wanted wanted it to be a mixture of different things. All right, here's the first one. Fact number one, most carpet is made from a mixture of synthetic fibers and horsehair. Fact two, people were on the moon before suitcases had wheels. Fact number three, you're more likely to get a computer virus from a religious site than an adult website, which is the lie. Well, I'm going to go with the third one because I feel like, well, I feel like adult websites put a lot of time and effort to make sure their websites don't get viruses when you go on them. So I'm going to go with number three. Okay. I'm going to go with B as a lie. Okay. Um, Suitcase. Okay. I'll take A. I'll just go different. The lie is A. Most carpet is not made from synthetic fibers and horsehair. That one didn't sound right to me. Yeah. It sounded perfectly okay to me. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know what they do with horses, so I figured maybe that's what they use their hair for. I, I thought they turned them into glue and carpet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I was like, oh, they turn them into glue. Carpet sounds reasonable. Yep. Yep. Jay, what do you got? Okay, I've got <clears throat> I've got several things here. Okay, you only can do two truths and one lie. Two truths so. and one lie. Yeah, I've okay. got three facts for you right here. Here you go. On average, humans swallow eight spiders per year. Spiders outnumber humans by a ratio of two point eight million to one. There are crawly spiders everywhere. 
At nighttime, they are notorious for walking on humans and accidentally getting swallowed. Is that the first one still? Yeah. Hopefully the spider revolution doesn't happen anytime soon. There's two big facts in that first one, but go go on your next one. Next up. One of the first successful vacuum cleaners was a horse was on a horse-drawn carriage. A horse would pull it from house to house and giant hoses were popped through the windows of the customers and a gas-powered motor generated the suction that pulled the dirt and debris into a glass container where onlurkers could gawk at the volume of filth coming out of their neighbors' homes. Last one. The inventor of the Pringles can is now buried inside of one. Frederick Bauer developed the ingenious idea for Procter & Gamble to uniformly stack chips instead of putting them into bags. Bauer was so proud of his invention that he wanted to take it to the grave, and he communicated his burial wishes with his family. So when he died at the age of 89, his children stopped at a Walgreens on the way to the funeral home. The only debate was on which flavor they should bury him in. They settled on original. I was going to say, it's got to be original. The red can. C is the lie. I'm going to go with B. You know, I'm thinking here on B, and man, I wish you guys knew my grandma and her sister, my Aunt Lorraine, because I could totally see them (laughs) sitting at their house going, oh my gosh, look at all the filth coming out of their house. That is disgusting. <laughs> I, oh, I just, just talking real low. It's hilarious. Um, I think, unless you did a cheap lie, I think a the first one is correct because I know people, I thought it was three. You say for the year they swallow eight or the month? For the, for the year. For the eight. year. So I, I always heard you, you swallow three on average a month, but I feel like, you know, I know you swallow spiders throughout a year, so I'm going to say that's true. Boy, that the middle one sounds so detailed that I feel like it can't <laughs> be made up. I just feel like if this would have happened, like some old person would have been talking about this at some point. Like, yeah, I, you know, you, and then back in my day, we didn't have <laughs> vacuums. We had horse-drawn wagons. You came by with a glass tank and a powered gasoline motor. I just feel like I would have heard that. I feel like they would have had a vehicle, too, if they had the gas-powered vacuum. I, yeah. Oh, man. But that Pringles, I feel like you could have made up. Like, I feel like you're not going to make the vacuum one, but I feel like you could have made up the Pringles one. So I, <laughs> I'm going to go with, uh, God, but I could see a guy. If I invented Pringles, that's exactly <laughs> how I want to be buried, too. I bet you the lie is, like, really stupid. Like, it's, like, more than eight spiders, or it's, like, the that inventor's name. The inventor's name of the Pringle isn't like the right name or something. I bet you it's something like that. Oh my gosh, that's gonna be so cheap. Uh, I, man, I'm gonna go. I feel like A is true, so I'm I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with B. I'm gonna say that's a lie. The lie is A, and it's not because of the number of spiders. Well, I mean, technically it is. John, there are there is no scientific. Proof that um, humans swallow spiders throughout the year. It's a it's one of those myths that we've all heard. It's something that we heard as kids, 
and scientists have proved like there you spiders want to avoid vibration. Everything else I said was true. We are outnumbered two point eight million to one. There's an estimate of well, that's why I said co- it, that's why I knew it was a fact because I knew that was a fact. There is an estimate of quad, a quadrillion spiders on Earth. That's a one followed by fifteen zeros. That's one billion multiplied by a million. Ugh. Anyways creepy as crap um anyway spiders want to avoid vibrations humans especially when we're sleeping so they what they have said is not it is not plausible that you would swallow a spider in your sleep and not know about it there's no factual evidence that you gulp down eight spiders a year so in your it's zero so in your paragraph of facts you had one lie in there and that's no, a fair game i the first sentence was the lie that's why i put it in there yeah. come on don't play with and me. And then you put a bunch of facts in that same one. So technically, it's a fact and a lie. It's it's I not against the rules, but it's against yeah. the spirit of the What are you game. talking about? The re- <laughs> Everything else was all true in all the other paragraphs. Isn't that crazy? So the vacuum, this is from... <laughs> the vacuum that I'm speaking of... Anyways, this vacuum was invented in 1901. It was used in the UK. And so that might be a good reason why we didn't hear about it a ton. We will ask ask Carl Urban about that when he comes on the show. That's fine. He's from Australia. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, I got, uh, we'll go back to me here. This is going to do with the human body. A lifetime of saliva can fill two swimming pools. Adults have fewer bones than babies. 350 to 206. For a baby, 350. Human, adult is 206. In the big, a big toe can bear 55% of your body weight, the average human. What was the first one again? A lifetime of saliva can fill two swimming pools. I think A is the lie. A is the lie. Go with B. The lie is C. The big toe cannot support 55% Mm. of the body weight. Uh, Human saliva. (laughs) The average human will fill two swimming pools of saliva. And yes, the babies are born with 350 bones and a lot of your bones fuse together. Mm Mm-hmm. To create only 206 bones. Why do they have so many bones? Is it John now? John. I only only brought one to the table, so. (laughs) I guess it's Mike's turn. (laughs) Mike? All All you had was platypuses? Platypuses. (laughs) I can go again if you want. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Fact number one. It would only take one hour to drive to space. Fact two. A cloud can weigh more than one million pounds. Fact three. Humans can only view 60% of the color spectrum that exists in our world. Mm. Those all seem real. When you say space, do you mean just out of our stratosphere or space space? Uh, (laughs) The line, however you want to interpret it, is it would only take one hour to drive to space. I would view it the same way as like it would take 12 hours to drive to Missouri. 
like once you get to Missouri, you're you're there. I know, but you're talking above the clouds, what we can't see. Past the ozone. Correct. Would, yeah. Hmm. I feel like that would take more than 12. I'm going to say that's the lie. I feel like that would take more than 12 hours. It takes me longer to drive to South Dakota, for crepe sakes. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, it would only take one hour to drive to space. That's the yeah, lie, not no 12. Way. No way. How fast are you driving? Speed limit? Are we what's, in the, the, uh, what's the speed DeLorean limit from Back to the Future? <laughs> what's the speed limit driving north? I'm going to go with C. It's A or C. I don't. I'm going A. The lie is C. Age, Michael. Humans with the different types of light, radiation, all those types of things can only view point. Zero zero three percent of the colors in the world. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even remember what C was. <laughs> <laughs> but I just know when you take A, you know, driving to space, there's no traffic, <laughs> there's no backups. I mean, are you there's going no like lights. a light year an hour? Just, like, how are you going so fast? Straight. Guys, space sixty miles is- an hour. Space is not that far away. I don't know, Michael. I have never measured it. Well, how many feet? How many feet are in a mile? Three thousand two hundred and sixty-seven. Five thousand two hundred sixty. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay. Nine. Okay. So if airplanes fly at thirty to thirty-five thousand feet, but the airplanes go fast. My car can't go that fast. I'm just saying, I'm seven hundred miles per hour. Well, I mean, we'll just we'll just Google it. Hold on, hold on. No, I mean, you already looked it up. You're right, Jay. But but now I'm curious. What what do you mean? Now you're curious. It is only sixty-two miles to the edge of space. That is crazy. Hmm. Yeah, Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Back to planet. That's that's why in Avengers Endgame that hole was just right there in the sky. They were coming from space. I thought it was like a portal. Yeah, it was just it was like a doorway that that's in the, the sky. That's not real. <laughs> Are you Jay. basing that fact off of the Avengers? <laughs> I am. Yeah, because all that's real. Jay, hit me with some facts. No, I, it's my pleasure, and all of them are paragraphs again. Get used and to it. Make sure it's not a lie mixed in with a bunch of facts. Yeah. No, 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 no. Everything. You can't do that to me. Okay, here we go. The Great Wall of China is the only man-made structure that can be seen visible from space. And move on. The Great Wall is a massive 13,171 miles long. The average height of that Great Wall is 20 to 23 feet, with the highest measurement coming in at 46 feet, and it's 21.3 feet wide. Hmm. A lot space of numbers is, there. And space is only 62 miles from Earth, so, okay. <laughs> Move on. More than a quarter of your bones are in your feet. There are 26 bones in each foot. That's 52 bones in both feet out of the total, Ryan, 206 total bones. Well, that's more than 25%. Your feet support your weight allow you to jump, run, and climb. Those bones and joints also allow your feet to absorb and release energy efficiently. 
there is a company that turns dead bodies into ocean reefs. They mix the cremated ashes with concrete to create a tablet that loved ones can etch personal messages on, and then it is encased into a reef ball that is dropped into the sea, where it provides a new habitat for fish and other sea life. That's what I'm talking about, the circle of life. A is the lie because you can see the Great Pyramids from space. Hold on. Can I have you say the first sentence from each one again? Just the first sentence. I've said my piece. (laughs) You just said so much. Can I have the first sentence from each one again so I can make my judgment? Not all the other explanations? I said my piece, John. A is the lie. Gotta go with C. There's so That's much with B, sounds... I don't remember what the first sentence was in B. I know B is correct. I'm going to go with C. I'm going to go with A. A is the lie. For the longest time, it was a myth that the Great Wall of China was the only man-made structure that could be seen from space. From low space, which is about 180 miles high, the Great Wall is not the only visible object nor is it the most distinguishable. NASA images prove that you can see highways, airports, bridges, dams, and components of the Kennedy Space Center. There you go. Interesting. So space is 102 miles away and 62 miles away. So what? there's something lower than low space, that means. That's, yeah, I don't, that's what, that's what I got, gathered. How high do satellites go? 100 billion miles. Over 102 miles, because that's low space. Okay. I feel like we're all dumber now for listening to that. (laughs) May God have mercy on our souls. (laughs) All right, cronies, before we get to the draft, we got a little punishment from last week (laughs) that we have to do. (laughs) Jay, Jay, what did you decide for John's punishment? I would well, like a it, wasn't har- it wasn't harsh enough, I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> the, this new punishment, uh, John, jump off your house. Jump off the roof. <laughs> we just got to see what happens. Already. Hell quit. <laughs> Since we are doing TV sitcoms, <laughs> we thought... The- <laughs> wee, wee. Did you feel that earthquake? <laughs> Uh, since we're doing TV sitcoms, we thought it would be great to uh, have John introduce the draft segment by uh, um, singing uh, or rapping a TV sitcom for us. So, John, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, I would love you to take it away for us. You want me to rap the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? That's how it's saying. That's how it's that's, saying. That's how many people would do it. But if you would choose to sing it, that's that's up to you, buddy. I don't know the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. This is why we gave you a list to study. I can <laughs> give it my... Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there and tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel-Air. 
in West Philadelphia, born and raised on a playground is where I spent most of my days chilling out, maxing, relaxing all cool and shooting some b-ball outside of my school when a couple of the guys who were up to no good started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got in one little fight and my mom got scared and said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. I whistled for a cab and when it came near, the license plate said fresh and had a dice in the mirror. If anything, I could say that this cab was rare, but I thought, nah, forget it, you're home to Bel Air. I pulled up to a house around seven or eight. I yelled to the cabbie, yo home, smell you later. Looked at my kingdom. I was finally there to sit on my throne as a prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. <laughs> the first half of that, he sounded like Dr. Evil. <laughs> <laughs> That's my rapping voice, Dr. Evil. Very well done, John. Very it well done. Very well done. Well, right. guys, should we, uh, should we hit the draft bumper? Let's do it. It's draft time. Uh, Let's get a draft order, Mike. All right, let's pull it up. Jay gets three. Ryan gets four. John gets two. And I'm one. So there you go. All right. So G- Michael. Uh, yeah. Michael, you're on the clock. You got the first pick. Oh, is, man. What is the I... 101 sitcom of all time? Uh, there's going to be some debating because there's different, there's different ages in play. But I'm, I mean, th- there's several that could take the number one slot. So I'm not even going to say that this is the greatest of all time. Because there's different generational shows that could take the slot. But for me, I'm going to pick The Office. Is that the UK version or the US version? The US version. Oh, okay. Mike, you chose correctly. That is the number one. I mean, when we get to the the other end of the draft, I feel like there's some that they they could also, you know, be up in there. But that was a solid pick. Office yeah. is good. Office is, uh, office is, there's only, I have a big list here of sitcoms, and I've been watching TV a long time because I'm the oldest. <laughs> there's only a handful of sitcoms that you can go back and watch over and over again. Yep. That is one of them. Great pick. So I'm on the clock? Yep. You're on the clock, John. Uh, who's number three, Ryan? Yeah. I'm just going to take this one to piss Ryan off. I'm going to take Seinfeld as my <laughs> pick. Son of a gun. Wow. Nine seasons, 180 episodes. The final episode had 50 million viewers. Over 60% of American households turned in for the final episode of Seinfeld. The show about nothing created by Larry David. It's an all-time classic. Let me say a little, Seinfeld is my favorite all-time sitcom. So I wrote uh, some things down (laughs) to clarify why it should be the 101. Seinfeld, 10 Emmys. This this next one's going to blow your mind. Seinfeld revenue, number one all-time, $3.1 billion. Doubled the number two of all-time in revenue of a sitcom. Uh, It... Basically recreated how sitcoms are made and the style a sitcom is made, mm-hmm. and lasted nine seasons. Uh, very good show, and I will tell you, the older you get, the better that. If you don't watch this as 
Once you hit your 30s, you're missing out because it is so incredibly fun. Well, not only was there nine seasons, but they had pretty large episode counts per season, didn't they? Yes, yeah. it was the in, in the the record for the final episode viewing of all time. Yep. Don't I have pick number four? I thought Jay had three. Yeah, Ryan's last. Oh. Yeah. Jay, you're Interesting. I just I can't tell who went. If that was John or Ryan, I'm so confused. <laughs> Yeah, I wish it was me. <laughs> I wish it. You all know I wanted Seinfeld. I hate John right now. I feel like no yeah, matter what, John, he that was super rude. Now, you know, Ryan, I I do agree. Seinfeld is great. I had it. It's top four, so I'm not dissing it um, by any stretch of the imagination. But you know, I do feel like I would want to watch The Office over Seinfeld if they were on. I would choose The Office. Mm-hmm. That's why it was number one in my heart. But I'm number three, so here I go. I am going to choose... All right, so this show, I'm choosing it because I don't want Mike to pick it and it not to fall to me. Um, I believe it was the... For our generation, it really set the bar of what a really funny animation Don't show should be. It. And so okay. Family Guy is my pick with the number three pick. Okay. I'll, I'll let you have that one. I, uh, I'm i after you guys. I mean, you had two picks before Mike, but I would have picked that one. So it was Oh, yeah. I forgot it's going back to Ryan. Uh, family Guy, a little some stats for you here. Family Guy is number four all-time in revenue at $1.2 billion. Wow. Wow. 21 seasons, uh, and interesting, zero Emmys for that show. I'm not surprised. That does not I'm not surprised. surprised. <laughs> yeah. I really yeah. feel like an Emmy. They, they, rub, they rub a few people. Yeah, they rub a few people the wrong way in that show. A few? Fun fact about Family Guy, it was canceled twice in the 2000s. It was canceled in 2000, and then it was canceled in 2002, and it just keeps coming back. <laughs> back from the dead. Where did it start, Fox? Yeah, it's, it's always been oh, okay. Because I, th- I th- yep. it got canceled, and then like a week later, they picked it up for like a few, few more episodes. Yeah, and then 2002, it got canceled again, and then that's when it became more popular in Adult Swim, and that's when. They oh, okay, because Adult Swim is where I remember. Watching. Well, then, yeah, and doesn't TBS have most of McFarland stuff now? Yeah, yep, yeah. That is a a very good pick. Um, that's another one of those shows just. Gosh, you! I, I if you're a human being, you cannot watch that show and not laugh every episode. At it's so dumb, and also multiple uh, moments of yeah, groaning and, and oh, pain. Yeah. Man, that's so far. <laughs> okay, I have back to back picks here, and I will say, uh, you guys are a little younger, so you're probably going to get on me about some of my picks, but you can't deny how good these picks are. So I will start out with uh, my first pick would have been Seinfeld. <laughs> I can't pick it. So I'll pick my, my number two. Would you like to trade? I, I would. Which is I will next. pick Cheers hmm. for my first pick of uh, excellent show. Still holds true today. If you watch it, it's hilarious. 28 Emmys. Uh, this is very interesting. It's number six overall in revenue. For how old a show it is, $715 million in revenue. That is insane wow. for how old a show that is. 
It has the most popular spin-off show of all time when 11 seasons. So Cheers is my pick. Uh, if you haven't watched Cheers, I highly recommend it. It, it is still hilarious. Uh, and number three, whew, or no, second pick is a tough one because I feel like I have to play the game here. I, want, I have a number three on my list, but I got to play the game here, and I got to take one of these because I feel like there's only three of these type of shows, and I got to get one. So I'm going to take, for my next pick, The Simpsons. It's a good pick. 34 seasons, uh, $750 million in revenue, number five overall, 34 Emmys, and the pioneer for cartoon sitcoms and still mm-hmm. going strong today. I'm actually surprised it's only at $750 million in revenue. Like, I'm surprised Seinfeld is way above that. Yeah, si- nobody's even close to Seinfeld. Jay, you're on the clock. Awesome. Glad to be here. Loving it. Living it. Happy loving it. So I've got Family Guy so far. So I, I didn't do all this research into like the most highest revenues... I just go off what I enjoyed watching and what made me happy. Um, what, what feels, feels right. right. And so that's why I picked <laughs> Family Guy. Felt right. Um, this next one, this was one of my favorite shows as a kid. Um, spent hours watching it with family. Spent hours sitting on the couch right next to Big John watching it. Um, funny show. Uh, I think it's super rewatchable. Wish I could find the seasons um, to stream right now. I'd watch it with my whole family. Uh, Tim Allen, Home Improvement. Um, I absolutely love that show. So that is why I'm going Home Improvement. Tim, the tool man, Taylor. Very good. Eight seasons, one Emmy. That is, uh, but very good show. I remember it was on Wednesdays. Uh, because I'd have to go to youth group and I get home just in time to watch Home Improvement and it was excellent. Mike. Nope. John. Or no. I think it's me. John, you're on the clock. <clears throat> I'm gonna pick uh one of my favorites to watch and I've uh rewatched it here not too long ago and streamed it. Um it was a very good show about a dysfunctional family, uh, Malcolm in the Middle. Mm. Went seven seasons, hundred and fifty one episodes. Um, the theme song into the thing was good. You're not a boss of me. Uh, Brian Cranston as Hal, the father, and Jane Kazmarek as the mother. They were just comedy gold. The duo together was just perfect chemistry. And every character, I think, was just very well done in the show. So I'm going to take Malcolm in the middle. Very, very good. I think that was Brian Cranston's um, own famous TV show, too. Like, crazy. <laughs> If it wasn't uh, for that. That's right. No Walter White. <laughs> John John actually has a theme going because Brian Cranston was in Seinfeld. Oh well. yeah. He was the dentist. Oh. Very interesting. Um I'm gonna go my first one. It's a show we've all seen. It's a show that taught us about the dynamics of family values making right decisions, uh, life choices and how they affect hard times, good times, um, that family always sticks together, that family doesn't always get along, but that 
Which one of the 90 family sitcoms are you talking about? Every 90 sitcom. You just named every 90 sitcom there is. I'm going to go with Boy Meets World. There you go. Boy Meets World. I'm honestly surprised it wasn't your number one pick, Mike. (laughs) I know. I love that show, but it's it's not over the office. It's not over the office. Um... I have several options I could go with here. Um, I'm torn between two particular right now, but I'm gonna still I'm gonna go with feel rather than revenue per se. Now, just just to be clear, because this is the second shot I took, my first two picks I watch all the time, so I'm not right. picking picks that I don't like. I just put stats down because they're interesting. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of all the TV um, show we've ever talked about, I've never heard you mention Cheers and The Simpsons, but, <laughs> but you watch it all yeah. the time. Got it. Dude, I watched, I've watched Cheers like three or four times. I'm not times telling you it's bad. I'm just telling you, you, we don't talk about it. Because you guys don't watch it. Why I do don't even know it? you anymore. <laughs> Who are you? Uh, oh, this, is, this is hard for me because there's, there's several classic shows here, but I'm going to go with the one that I, I watched just barely more than the other, and I'm going to go with Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Good pick. Now, Jay, that there was a scene in that uh, show that hit you in the Everyone feels, right? knows the scene. It is when his dad <laughs> leaves, and he's standing there with Uncle Phil, and he's like, I don't need him. I'm going to go to college and be fine by myself. I'm going to have a family. I don't need him. And you're just like feeling it already because you're like, oh, man. And then he goes, why doesn't he want to? Why doesn't he love me? And it's just like, oh, my goodness. I bawled my eyes out watching that scene. I was in my granny's basement just watching, eating my, at the time, you know, not Raisin Bran cereal, but I had cereal. (laughs) (laughs) But it's granny's, so John knows at granny's we didn't have many options. It was a Chex Mix, I think. (laughs) Anyways, watching that and just bawling my eyes out like, this is crazy. I'm going to go back to another show. I did not mean to cry by myself tonight. I was surprised he never won an Emmy for that uh, episode. Uh, Carlton Dance was my favorite thing out of that show. There was a lot of Old like Tom Jones. heavy content in that episode too, like the the couple episodes where uh, Will got shot oh, after yeah. the robbery, and and then Carlton bought a gun, and like there, I mean, there was some there was some heavy fantastic in, in show. show. I I was Ooh, hoping geez, it man. fell to me on my next pick. So no good good pick, Mike. HBO John. Max did like a reunion episode. I don't know if you guys watched that on Fresh Prince, but it's just like them all sitting around uh-huh. talking about was the Will show. Smith there? And then, of course, I'm. Yeah, I I wanted to, Uncle except Phil they man. were. Yep. Yeah, and then Uncle they, Phil passed, but they did a really good like remembrance to Uncle Phil, and they talked about him, and you know, it was just like you could. It tell was overshadowed by in. whatever beef was happening between Will and the replacement oh, mom. Yeah, yeah. So like I I was a little turned off by the drama surrounding that. That wasn't as big a part of the episode as they promoted it. Oh okay okay. So. All right, I'm on the clock. Um, a lot of good shows mm-hmm. left here. Uh, I'm gonna go with a personal favorite of mine that I can just watch over and over again: uh, Parks and Recreation. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, the great pick. seven seasons, 125 episodes. After the first season, they kind of did like a soft reboot or retooling, you can say, and that's what made the show just so much better. 
and the chemistry of the cast. Ron Swanson as Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman as Ron Swanson, I mean. One of the best television characters of all time. One of the best characters of all time. I mean. I think you misunderstood me. I don't want a lot of bacon and eggs. I want all the bacon and eggs. (laughs) Do you hear me? (laughs) Hello, sir. How can I help you today? I know more than you. (laughs) It also introduced us to Chris Pratt. I mean, that that dude is just so goofy. And he was just in his zone, just being his goofy self. That's a great show. Man, I'm pretty upset at the moment. You that was your pick, wasn't it? <laughs> I was gonna pick it too. Fun fact about uh, Michael Schur, he was one of the co creators on Parks and Rec. He also was a yep. showrunner. Oh, yeah, on the Michael Schur, un- unbelievable. He also created uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine and he also did uh, The Good Place. Hmm. And he also plays Moe's on The Office. Yep. Cousin Michael Schur, fantastic. Yep. All right, Jay. Double pick. No, oh, no, no, no. Double Ryan's pick. double pick when we get there. I wish I was double pick, but now I, I really don't need to worry about Ryan's picks anymore. <laughs> I'm not too concerned. <laughs> Ryan's going to have Andy Griffith coming down the pipeline. Andy Griffith <laughs> and MASH. Don't, don't knock it. Show. Whoa, 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 maybe not MASH. Up, it could listen. be Matlock. It could be up. Matlock. Guys, we grew up in different eras. We have different... Uh, it is what it is. I, I understand. Okay. Okay. Even though John took two of my pictures. Murder, she wrote. <laughs> that was my it's grandpa's It's funny because all these shows, like, I remember, like, Night Court. I remember they all played, and my yep. mom just do, loved that do, do, channel. Do, 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 and so we do, would sit do, there and do. watch all these shows with her. I want Ryan to come out of left field and go, like, <laughs> unsolved mysteries with the, <laughs> with the lamppost and the dry ice. Not a sitcom, oh. like. Comedy gold. No, 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 no. It was a tongue-in-cheek sitcom is what that was. <laughs> I'm going to go with Jay. the X-Files here. Jay, I'm you're aware. still on the clock. I think we, uh, we did enough for you there. Mike can somebody. edit this out. Your pick no. is going to be All bad. All the dead time. <laughs> All right, so I'm going for another feel pick, another show that I enjoy sitting down uh, with my wife and watching. Um Dr. Grimm, don't you knock it. If that was not a sitcom, it'd be on my list. Um, Dude, we all wanted to be Sully. What are you talking about? That guy is the man. Um, Anyways, I'm going to go with uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Love watching that show. Very good. Uh, Love Andy Samberg. And Uh, Captain Captain Holt Holt was the star of that show, in my opinion. Man, when he came on that show... Oh man, he was. Oh, he's so funny. That was in the, such a good yeah, cast. In the first episode, <laughs> yeah. Well, they threw yeah. you for a loop because there was uh, you had yeah. uh, the different captain to start, but that was such a good cast. Terry Crews, Annie Samberg, the Captain Holt. Man, that was yeah, great show. show. And it got dropped and picked up thanks to the fans. Yep. So that was good. All right, I get back to back here. Man, I'm very surprised one of these picks haven't gone, but I'm not going to pick it. Um, for my first pick, I am going to pick Modern Family. Hmm. Man, that show is hilarious. Love me some Phil. 11 seasons, uh, $375 million in revenue, 22 Emmys. 
And first five seasons, it won the best comedy series. Uh, got one of my favorite guys in it, uh, Ed O'Neill. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my, uh, Mary with Children. That is not my next pick, but uh, very good show. Uh, Phil just cracks me up every time I watch that show. I'm actually watching that with my daughter right now again. So and I want to my last pick. Here. So oh, you, you know how Facebook has yeah. like those video clips, and you just get a they have. When you go under watch or whatever, and it just shows different video clips, I have seen mm-hmm, several yeah. Modern Family now. Like a, I have never watched the show, and just just based oh, on some out. of the clips I've seen, I have died laughing. And I'm like, I really feel like I should watch yeah. this show. It's so yeah, funny. I, I have. It. It where is are you so streaming that funny. at? Now? Uh, I think it's on. I want to say it's HBO. HBO has it. I think. Okay, yeah, I, HBO. I, I'll, I think me and my wife would also laugh and enjoy that. Just from the videos I've watched, I have died laughing. I didn't realize, I can't think of her name. John, you can jump in. You're good with actors and actresses. The blonde woman who plays the wife. Oh, uh, Julie Bowen, I believe. Oh, yeah. yes, yeah. And from I, Happy Gilmore, yeah. I recognize her from Happy Gilmore and then also Joe Somebody. And so I'm like, oh, I didn't realize she was in that. And it's funny. Yeah. Very good show. Uh, boy, I have so many shows written down. Oh, that's going to be hard for my last pick here. Um, I watch so many shows over and over again. I watch too much TV. Um, <laughs> I want to pick this one, but I feel it's too controversial, so I'm not going to pick it. Uh, <laughs> pick it. Be controversial. Yeah. No, no, I'm going to go with one that... Uh, my mom watched it all the time when I was a kid, and I watched it with her. Uh, I rewatched it again about five years ago, and my daughter just finished watching it, and I watched the whole thing with her again. It is so good. It, can, I mean, can we they guess? still, you know what it is. They still sell merch for it. It is still super popular with every generation. Young kids watch it all the time. I'm talking the Golden Girls. Seven seasons, 11 Emmys. Man, that is such a good show. It is so hilarious. Golden Girls. So my four picks, Cheers, Simpsons, uh, Golden Girls, and Modern Family. Hmm. That is a good list. Back to you, Jay. Back to me. Love that. I can't wait till we get to honorable mentions. I have so many to talk about. Yeah. So I will have to, I'm really torn. I'm going to have to just go for it. So this is just another fan favorite that uh, I really enjoy watching um, with my wife. Um, And I'm going to pick New Girl. Huh. Never seen it. You've never watched New Girl? No. Oh. No. It's, a really, it's actually a really funny show. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hilarious. Really the roommate characters are really good. We, me and my wife both both binge watched that maybe like five six years ago, and then we just started watching again the other other like last year. We did it again, watched it every episode. And I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but like I forgot everything about the show when we started watching it again. But it was just as funny watching it again. It was just like it was all fresh to me. It, it's funny you say that because. 
me and Katie had a very similar thing where we had watched it, and then I think it was last year we watched it again. I think she got the idea from your wife. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> but yeah, we watched it again, and I was like, man, I forgot how great of a show this yeah. was. So that's why it's on my list. So what's your four? My four, I have Family Guy, Home Improvement, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and New Girl. Okay, mm-hmm. John. Hmm. I'm torn between two here that I really enjoyed watching, um, but the final season of one of them I did not like, so I'm going to skip that one, and I'm going to take uh, Arrested Development Ooh. as my number four. Uh, three seasons originally, then the two seasons on Netflix that got picked up, and it's just so the way they directed that show and the way they made it with all the running gags and everything like that was just comedy gold to me. Mm-hmm. If that's the one that you picked, where you didn't like the last season of the, I'm trying to figure out how bad the other last season had to be. We'll have to wait till honorable mentions, Jay. Because so my, the, the last season of Arrest Development, I thought was not good. Yeah, but the first four were amazing. Dude, amazing. Agreed. 100% agreed. Amazing. And John, what's your four picks? I got Arrested Development, Parks and Recreation, Malcolm in the Middle, and Seinfeld. I hate you. Hmm. Michael, (laughs) finish it off. It's a tough finish. Um, I have several really good ones on my list. And... Again, there's classics that haven't been touched, but I may not reach for them as much as some of the other ones. Um, so I'm going to follow my heart, and I'm going to go with the far, far superior show in this particular creator and director's arsenal. Jay shaking his head. He knows exactly what I'm about to do. And I'm going to go with American Dad. Uh, All of the same humor without as much shock and awe. Much better and more interesting uh, family dynamic. Um, More subtle, dry humor um, without the the crippling feeling of guilt and shame that comes from (laughs) watching Family Guy. Oh, what's your four then? My four are The Office, Boy Meets World, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and American Dad. All right. I think I won that draft. Even though (laughs) I probably should win that draft. Uh, Ryan, you say that after every draft. You're like always so proud. I have confidence. Well, I do feel like John won the last draft. And since I was first, I'll I'll hit my honorable mentions. All right. Um, So the the couple that I was debating there... Three. Okay. The ones I was debating there at the end was going to be Full House. Oh, love that show. Um, Big Bang Theory. Good show. And Saved by the Bell. Yeah, those are good ones. Yep. Those are good ones. And and again, like any one of those three, either revenue or classic-wise at that point, probably should have gone over American Dad. But, but I mean, um, American Dad's in its, like, Ninth or tenth season, I believe it's it's up there. It's so more it's, than that. It's, yeah, it's, oh, it's, it's more than that. Yeah, it's no scrub. So, those are my uh, honorable mentions. My three honorables would have to be uh, the Good Place, 
even though it was four seasons, they wrapped that show up perfectly. I thought it was really funny. If you haven't watched it, every my season it loved, got more funny. My wife loved that show. Um, the one that I was debating to pick was How I Met Your Mother. Mm. Uh, the yep. final season, the finale, just I know didn't do justice for how great the whole series was. Great series. And so that's why I just didn't grab it. And then I would say... Uh, Everybody Loves Raymond, I would say, would be my next one if I had to keep going. That was just a really good show and series and great acting, great writing, great comedy. Yep. That Everybody Loves Raymond. Once you get married and have kids, that show is so funny. It's so funny. 13 Emmys for that that, uh, show. Number eight on the revenue list. Jay, what are your three? Uh, Everybody Loves Raymond was my first honorable mention, so I like that. Uh, Next up... I would say 30 Rock. Really liked 30 Rock with Alec Baldwin, Tina Fey. Enjoyed that show. Um, The other one I would honorable mention. Oh, I only got two more. Is Friends. I'm actually surprised Friends didn't get picked on this list. It's uh, extremely popular. I did get to rewatch that. Um, I I just didn't, I guess, enjoy it as much as the ones I've picked. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, uh, yeah, you go. Go. Here's, here's the problem with Friends. It was, I feel like it was super funny when it first came out. I don't feel it was as funny when you rewatch it, but you can't deny it is number three on the revenue, 1.4 billion, 10 seasons, six Emmys. But it just doesn't, it's just not rewatchable like some of these other shows we're talking about. Just for mm-hmm. a reason. Yeah. I think every season went too long with Friends, like the high episode counts every season. Yeah. yeah. There, there are some great scenes. Like, don't get me wrong. Oh, there yeah. are stuff that is so funny. But I, I, I felt like it dragged on when me and my wife watched it. So that's why it did not make it. And the last one, this was actually. This one, I I was, I was. It was really torn between picking this one too and my last pick. But it's even though it's doesn't have that many seasons, it is so freaking good. And that would be uh, Cobra Kai. That's classified as a sitcom. It I don't is. know that I, I did. Cla- I did. I did look it up, and it's classified as a sitcom. Dude, that comes out September 9th. I am oh. so <laughs> stoked. Dude, this season. Love Cobra Kai. Oh, I love Cobra Kai so much. Ryan, um, uh, hit us hit us with the uh, top three uh, revenues again, because I don't think we heard two or one. Uh, you heard number, number one, one was Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Doubled everybody. Oh, okay. Um, honorable mention, I'm going to... I Now, this wasn't one of my favorite shows. It's a good show, but it, it's never one I'm going to watch again. But I have to give it its due, because the numbers for this show... Blew me away. Had no idea. Frasier yep. is number two on this list. Wow. $1.5 billion in revenue. Okay. Frasier. 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 Wow. Frasier. Uh, hold on. Let me find it on my list here. I it was on stats. for a good minute. Yeah. Ryan, I can pick your list for you. Married with Children, Third Rock no, from the Sun. Uh, I don't. I for some reason I didn't write these stats down, but I memorized them. Frazier won a record sixty-six Emmys. Oh, oh my Nobody's goodness! Nobody's even close. Nobody's even close to him. 
for Emmys on a TV show. Kelsey Grammer won 60 of them. 11 <laughs> seasons. The best spinoff show, not even close, of all time. Um, so I got to give that show its due. I did watch it when it was on. It's not a show I'm going to rewatch, though. Um, so right, they're tomorrow. talking about coming out with a new Frasier episode. You've heard of that, right? Like no, they're going to bring Frasier back? Yeah, they're going to re- reboot it. But with, you know, the, I, I, with Frasier, with Kelsey right. Grammer. Yeah, yeah I, like they're bringing him back. Like I, I don't know. Like that sounds weird to me, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just in the minority. One point five billion sounds perfect. Yeah, now, now it makes sense. I'm like, oh, that's why they're bringing it back. Yeah, I, th- I think what helped that show a lot is because you brought such a, you brought such a character over from such a the most popular show at the time, Cheers. You brought so it, it had instant uh, gratification right away because of that. Yeah, uh, yeah appeal. Um, all right, I got to say this one because I'm very surprised it didn't get picked. That is South Park, 25 season, four Emmys. I feel like it's one of the top three cartoon series. Um, didn't get picked. Fan, or, uh, American Dad's good, but I thought that is on a pedestal with the other two that got picked. Um, and then for my last one, oh, man, so many good ones. Oh, I'm going with this one. Uh, controversial pick, uh, The Cosby Show. Hilarious! <laughs> I had season. that. I had that down, but I wasn't going to trek down that path. You eight picked seasons. American Dad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> eight seasons, five Emmys. Uh, I watched that all the time with my mom growing up. I, yep. I rewatched it like twice. It's hard to find now for some reason, but uh, it, <laughs> dude, it is so funny still. It yeah, is so the, funny. Who's the star of the Cosby show? So the, flickety the, flack, flippity flu. The only thing about the Cosby show popped. is the situation. I mean, the situational comedy, it, it wasn't as diverse as a lot of the other shows we're talking about. Like, they're, the, the hijinks that would get caught up with the family wasn't as good as some of the other shows, but but Bill Cosby as a father figure and his responses and things like that yes, always yes. always made for that. But the the situations within the storylines were not very good if well, you Well it was look an 80s show, it. Michael. They didn't right. have I mean shows have developed since nineteen eighty five, Michael. So mm-hmm. What was his People job? Get a little again? more. He was, he was a doctor. He he delivered he babies. He delivered oh. babies. Interested. Yeah. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. Stop it. Very good show. You stop. <laughs> Interesting. Well, boys, like, uh, we want you to be a plumber. He's like, no, I'm gonna be a gynecologist. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. He, he tried to be a plumber and remodel his bathroom one episode. Didn't work out too well. Yeah. Uh, well, boys, any any final thoughts before we uh, bring today to a close? I think John is one of the worst human beings alive for picking my favorite show for his first pick. I mean, yes. talk about I, this guy, John, I can tell the human being does not hold doors open for people. Does not say excuse me when he burps. Does not. uh, He's just very rude. I'm going to be honest with you. Unprofessional. Seinfeld wasn't even on my list. I just saw it on a shirt, and I and I was like, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna make this guy's world hurt. You know? (laughs) Wow. That's what I'm gonna do right now. Wow. You woke up and chose shirt. 
He's going to hurt. You woke up and chose violence today, John. That's what you did. Here's the thing, though, Ryan. Don't feel too bad. If I'm picking number three and John didn't pick Seinfeld, I was taking Seinfeld as my number one pick. So it would not have fallen to you. Gosh darn it. (laughs) Wear the name of the shirt of the show you want, and nobody will pick it. I was really hoping for the number one pick, but Mike, uh, Mike got me on that one. You didn't have it either way, bud. <laughs> in the first well, failed, in the first failed attempt uh, at, at picking numbers, you didn't have it there either. So, all right, cronies, that's it for today. We'll see you next time. We're out. Thank you for joining us today on the Man Child Chronicles podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and leave us a positive review on your favorite podcasting platform. We'll see you next time.